Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Executive Producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, athen wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all.
welcome to Beata's Tiny House Village and Soul Purpose Healing. Yes, we are broadcasting live on all three channels, Facebook Live, Blog Talk Radio, and YouTube, Beata's Tiny House Village. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope everyone is feeling grateful tonight. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude is the highest emotion and feeling that we can experience that will bring healing, health, and light to the world. We in America should be filled with gratitude that we are not in the Middle East. Once again, the powers that be are stirring up the trouble, stirring up the war machines, warmongering, warmongering, warmongering. Here we go, here we go, here we go. But we have a choice here in America. We have a choice to promote truth, love, wisdom, and so much more. Because what's going on in the Middle East is not new. If you've been alive long enough, you know this is just another theatrical production of governments sticking out their chest and playing their war games. I was looking at a book I had called The Art of War. Who would write a book about the art of war? Well, there's strategy behind that. There's lessons behind it. And if nothing else, we all in the United States can learn some lessons from the drama that is unfolding in the Middle East and in our television screens because the mainstream media is at it again. Yes, my brothers and sisters, mainstream media is capitalizing 100% on the drama in the Middle East. And the thing about this is we really don't know how much truth we're getting. I had a friend, longtime a friend from elementary school, actually, who showed up on Telegram, which is another social media platform, sharing information from his military experience, okay, long-time military experience with the military-industrial complex. So he was very, very educational, inspirational, uh, enlightening in so many ways. And he described what's going on in the Middle East as an iceberg. He said there's a lot that goes on in the world, especially in the military-industrial complex, which we call MIC, M-I-C, M-I-C, that we only are looking at the top of an iceberg. So you can imagine how deep does the iceberg go. We're going to dive down in and see some of the depths of this iceberg tonight. Because if you watched our show or were with us last Sunday, it was the Feast of Tabernacles. I think we were on like the third or second, second or third day of the Feast of Tabernacles. This show tonight is almost a part two. I didn't call it part two because we aren't going to get into the labyrinth and some of the things we talked about last Sunday. But Feast of Tabernacles ended yesterday. It's an eight-day celebration mostly with the Jewish community and 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 uh, messianic Jews messianic and then there's messianic um, and then there's conscious Christians who celebrate the feast of tabernacles so on the eighth day the completion or the calendar end of the feast of tabernacles guess what Israel goes to war they declare war because they have been so called attacked by uh, Hamas. Now, we can believe this or not because we have a choice these days. When the media puts stuff out, 
you just don't know. There's something called a false flag. Let me read the, de- the definition to you of a false flag because that came up in my friend's description of what's going on, that it was a possibility that this could all be a false flag. So a false flag, according to the dictionary, is a political or military act orchestrated in such a way that it appears to have been carried out by a party, say Hamas, that is not in fact responsible. Oh, that could never happen in the United States, or that could never happen in war, right? That a false flag would be presented. Why on earth would anybody present a false flag to the world? Ah, let me think. Uh, for the love of money, maybe, the mic, this military industrial complex, maybe that would be part of it. So we want to just get into the coincidence that the Feast of Tabernacles ends and war begins. It says to moi, to me, it talks to me about the hypocrisy of religion. Here it is, the Feast of Tabernacles, a very Jewish or Israeli celebration. And the first thing that they do after eight days of celebrating your, your intimacy, your connection, your relationship to the Most High Spirit, to dwell in tabernacles, to dwell in tents so that you humble yourself before the Most High, that you become more like Christ for those who are Christians. And what do we have as a result on the last day? Ah, maybe a false flag, maybe not. But somebody, Hamas, has bombed, has destroyed, kidnapped people. All these horrible things are happening in Israel. And some of it is really true because we actually heard from people in Israel about some of this going on. Kidnapping's going on. But we never know if the CIA is involved. We never know if the FBI is involved. So all of this, we have to look at the top of the iceberg. We haven't looked in underneath the waters yet. So all of this is happening and we're seeing all this this information coming out on the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles, which is a very Jewish-Israeli celebration, okay? How is it that on the last day they get tested in a way? Okay, what are you gonna, how are you going to respond? How are you going to react? Well, we're going to bomb them. We're going to go to war. We declare war. But you just finished celebrating the Feast of Tabernacles. Is there another option? Can you do anything else other than kill more people? Is there any other option? These are the things that go through my head, brothers and sisters. Is there another? I mean, after all, you just celebrated your relationship to the creator. Oh, I see. Maybe you're being used to bring more bloodshed in the area than, than has already been shed. Okay, I get it. There's another level of the iceberg. So tonight I'm going to explore all these myths, truths, false flags, uh, and more tonight so that we who are conscious can come to a better solution, a higher solution. And I first want to share with you what the mainstream media is talking about. What's the mainstream media talking about? Well, I'm going to show you a three-minute clip to give you an idea of what's going on in the media. Let's see. Uh, because when when most people are looking at when most people are looking at what's going on in the media, you got to be suspect that something bigger is happening. 
U.S. military is moving ships and aircraft closer to Israel. That's, and I'm betting you any amount of money that that is what most people are hearing. U.S. military is moving more is moving ships and other things to is closer to Israel. Oh, could that be? Could that really be? Well, let's look into that, okay? Because I want you to dissect, I want us to be able to dissect the media's presentation of current events. It's so important that we understand what does it mean when the mainstream media is saying that the U.S. military is moving. Let's see. Hold on. Let's see. Do I have this? Yep, I do have it on audio. So I want to show it to you because we need to be able to dissect truth from deception and lies and even AI because, you know, these days ah, you just never know. Uh, You never know what's real and what's not because there's so much out there that is saying, ah, that may not be so true. So I don't know if I uploaded this or not. Let's see, U.S. military. Yeah, did I done? Okay, so we're going to listen to this U.S. military report uh, that from the mainstream media so that we can dissect Truth from, and I'm betting you all the mainstream media is playing the same script. So here we go. Military aircraft. Uh, breaking news for you, a U.S. military official telling Fox News, the U.S. is moving Navy ships and military aircraft closer to Israel. Again, a U.S. military official telling Fox News, the U.S. is moving Navy ships and military aircraft closer to Israel. This is as we continue to follow what some in Israel are calling their 9-11. So far, at least 600 reportedly killed in yesterday's savage attacks by Hamas terrorists. And we are learning more about the U.S. military again, what they're doing in response. We have Lucas Tomlinson. He is live at the White House. And as soon as Lucas is ready to get in front of the camera, we'll take you there. Lucas? What more can you tell us? I want to ask you, what is the signal, and where were these Navy ships stationed? Well, Phil, you had the USS Baton, that's an amphibious assault ship that was already on station in the Persian Gulf. That ship will have 2,000 Marines on board and dozens of aircraft. It's not an aircraft carrier, though. It'll have the, the VSOL, the uh, vertical short takeoff and landing uh, aircraft. That'll be like a Harrier, a Marine Corps Harrier, also a uh, Joint Strike Fighter. You also have those Vipers. Those are Marine Corps attack helicopters, similar to some of our older viewers know, the, the Cobras, and also the uh, Huey gunships. So uh, those will be in the Persian Gulf. Not quite clear if they're going to be leaving the Persian Gulf, but however, of course, what's right there, you have Iran, so you want to make sure uh, a naval presence is right there. Now, you also, in the Mediterranean, you have the USS Gerald Ford Strike Group. You have uh, any kind of aircraft carrier strike group will have a number of uh, Navy escorts. You'll have uh, cruisers. You'll have guided missile destroyers. And normally, the Navy doesn't talk about it much. You'll also have a submarine as well. Now, the big question is, 
will Hamas know that these ships have been moved closer? You know, right now uh, it appears only uh, the Israeli forces would notice, uh, and also, of course, see the uh, press reports. But you know, how close are those going to get? Of course, territorial waters extend 12 miles offshore. Uh, not likely you're going to have a U.S. warship on the horizon. Uh, so this appears to be a very symbolic move, uh, but but there is some concern on Capitol Hill if there are if there are American hostages that are that Hamas captured yesterday, will the U.S. military spin up and deploy a Tier One uh, Special Operations Forces uh, hostage rescue forces to aid Israel in the recapture of uh, again potentially American hostages? Uh, Secretary of State. Andy Blinken was on the Sunday shows earlier. He said that is a possibility. These are reports right now. We cannot confirm that independently. Uh, they're running this down. Did Hamas also capture uh, American citizens? Uh, you know, of course, uh, American citizens perhaps with a dual nationality of them. Yeah, and we're looking live here at 7.56 p.m. local time in Gaza. Explosion is still happening. This war is red hot, Lucas. You said this is symbolic. We will see how the follow-through uh, unfolds. Thank you very much, Lucas Tomlin. Okay, so that's mainstream media with their script, okay? We're going to break this down into truth and uh, love and justice tonight. Cause, but we got to know what you're, what you're watching. We know how to, you got to know how to discern and navigate through the bullshit, okay? So mainstream media all over, I'm sure. I haven't looked at ABC, CD, but I'm sure, I bet you they're all playing the same script. Why? Division. This is what's happening. The more we, the conscious ones, the loving, heartfelt, uh, uh, passionate ones about life uh, try and unite or, or work to unite, we are doing it. We're, what are we doing? There's going to be attempts to divide. So this is a new plan to divide the citizens of the world against Palestine and Israel. You know, people are taking sides. I was reading on my Twitter feed about this whole thing. And most of the people, yeah, Israel, Israel, we got to go after, uh, we got to go after Hamas, kill them, kill them, kill them. Yeah, the one guy had the nerve to say, yes, destroy Hamas in Jesus' name. I'm like, you lost your effing mind if you're going to bring that in there. You don't have the clue about the mind of Christ when you bring in, in Jesus' name, we're going to destroy Hamas. And I don't think that's the way he works, but you go ahead and spill your BS. So this is what the mainstream media is doing, dividing us. So be careful. This is a, a warning from me, Soul Purpose Healing. I'm here to bring us back into alignment with the Creator's love, compassion, and wisdom. Mainstream media is dividing the citizens of the world about this uh, event that is taking place. And, we, and again, we're looking at the top of the iceberg. We don't know what's going on underneath because that's the way the military-industrial complex works. You can bet that organizations like Lockheed, corporations like Lockheed Martin, one of the biggest manufacturers of military equipment and weapons, is, pop, is popping the champagne cork tonight or the last night. Because guess who's going to be making a lot of money off of this? Military, Lockheed Martin, and a bunch of other corporations that supply the military equipment, uh, technology, whatever. we got to be aware now. So that's the first part of uh, this awareness show. It's all about becoming aware of why the mainstream media is doing it. So you can bet there's something else going on underneath the iceberg while we're all paying attention to the Israeli-Palestine conflict. 
And I, my personal opinion is we can't take sides on this. If you're conscious, if you are uh, seeking peace in the world, uh, this is about coming to consciousness and realizing who your real enemies are. It's not the citizens on social media that we know. We, we all probably have friends in Palestine and Israel. How are you going to take sides? No, no, no. We have to recognize at this point the leadership in most countries is out of their effing minds. They're a bunch of psychopaths, narcissists, egomaniacs. So we're going to look into look at that from that perspective tonight because I'm promoting unity among my brothers and sisters, citizens of the world. There's more of us than the psychopathic leaders running the military program, okay? So I am going to play you now. I want to play you Ralph Smart, and then uh, we'll come back to your calls. Ralph Smart is my favorite, all-time favorite YouTube uh, YouTube person, and he started out real early with a higher perspective on this whole BS, okay, higher perspective. you got to hear his perspective. Then he came out with another one that was even better, which I'll just summarize for you. But I want you to hear this first one that he made because he brings so much wisdom, spirituality, and sense to this nonsense. So this is Ralph Smart, uh, who is, again, on YouTube. You can follow him. I would suggest you follow him because he's very uh, conscious, uplifting, and so much more. Infinite Waters is his channel name, I believe. But let's listen to him about this conflict that the media is promoting to divide the citizens of the world. Love you. Magnificent, wonderful, amazing deep divers, peace, love, and harmony to all of you. I woke up like this all magical and fly, and there's no place I'd rather be than with the birds, bees, leaves, and trees. It is so peaceful out here, deep divers. We got butterflies floating around out here. I'm doing a little samba baby out here. Come and join me out here. The cat down the road has just gone missing out here. Where did it go? Hey, deep divers, I came here to give you that good-ass energy. Look, prepare yourself emotionally for what's coming. We are living in the most monumental times, the most monumental time of human history. So much is taking place, and it's like the moment you want to take a break, then something massive happens again. Have you seen what's going on with Israel and Palestine? Like, Israel has declared a state of war. This is crazy. We're going to talk about it all, deep divers. Ultimately, this video is going to help you become your greatest version. Something big is coming. So I want you to prepare yourself. Prepare yourself, deep divers, emotionally for what's coming because shit's about to hit the fan. Oh, yeah. But first, hit that like button right now if you support the real. Hit that like button right now if you support the real, deep divers. And let's breathe. Let's go. That was peaceful. Let's go, deep divers. Woo! Breathing in that good-ass prana, baby. 
raising the frequency, raising the vibration. Take that, take that, take that. Good ass energy I'm sending you. Peace. Infinite waters diving deep once again. Beautiful deep divers. We're out here in the heart of nature. It is such a beautiful day, deep divers. I literally, literally was just like taking a nap over there. Then I said, oh, I've got to do a video. Look, if you are watching this video, this is your confirmation that you will attract everything that is meant for your soul. I said you will attract everything that is meant for your soul. If you're ready for that, just say thank you. Now, something big is coming. Prepare yourself emotionally, mentally, physically for what's coming because it's coming. The world is in a state of war. Huh, yeah, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Israel just declared a state of war. Hamas just launched a surprise attack on Israel and 70 people and more were killed and now hundreds of Palestinians just got killed in an air raid, just got killed in an air raid. A lot of craziness is happening, deep divers. And this is only the beginning. And this video is not just about what's going on with Israel and Palestine. It's about what's going on in your own life and what's about to happen on the planet. I tell you every single day, prepare yourself emotionally for what's coming. But you don't hear me, though, because shit's about to hit the fan. And we ain't even had breakfast yet. Can I get a hello? <laughs> we ain't afraid, deep divers. You know why? Because we're choosing love over everything. Say it with me. I'm choosing love. I'm choosing love over, over everything, everything. Love is a 500 hertz frequency. That's the frequency you want to be at to become your greatest version. War is a 100 hertz frequency. That's fear. So when I see what's going on with Israel and Palestine, it makes me realize that humanity still has lessons to learn. Humanity is still in a state of fear. Separation is the greatest illusion ever. And that's the reason why you see a conflict between Israel and Palestine is a tit for tat. You had 1967, the Six-Day War, Israel taking their land, and then Palestine saying no, going, hey, it's my land. So this, this whole conflict is never going to end because, you see, if you lose someone in your family, if someone shoots them, your heart is going to be cold forever and you're going to want revenge. That's what's happening. People are getting kidnapped in Israel. Um, and in Palestine, they're getting bombed out there. It's crazy. But what's the solution, Ralph? You see, we must be the change we wish to see in the world. I said, we must be the change we wish to see in the world. I told you, they got you divided in this matrix. When you remind yourself, everybody bleeds red. Everyone is human. And we have to remind ourselves that if humanity wants to rise beyond war, it first must find peace within itself. Mm. Slow motion this side. Mm. Because you see there's the microcosm and the macrocosm. Everything happening on a large scale happens on a smaller scale within every individual on this planet. It's because people are at war with themselves. That's the reason why you see war out there. And it's getting more brutal with technology as it increases. People have bigger weapons. So we've got to remind ourselves, deep divers, something big is coming. 
We are living in biblical times, in the apocalypse. Apocalypse means emanating from the ancient Greece, ancient Greek. Apocalypsis, which means a lifting of the veil. We are in the quickening. We are in a time of great shifts happening. We're in the information age. At the door of the age of Aquarius, it's all happening all at once. Don't overwhelm yourself. Every single day, focus on yourself. Because the more peace you have within you, the more peaceful the world becomes. I had a thought out here, deep divers. I said, imagine if 8 billion people loved and respected each other, what we could all accomplish. Mm. What? Slow motion this side. Mm. I said, imagine if 8 billion people loved and respected each other, what we could all accomplish. Wars only set humanity back to the Stone Age. We've got to do better than that. And we have to realize there are no winners in war, only losers. You see, humanity has an ego problem. And the ego is not your amigo. The ego lives in a state of fear. To rise past that, you must embrace unity consciousness. You must start seeing, actually, that's my brother over there. That's my sister over there. And that's the cat down the road over there. We are all one. Humanity has to move back into the oneness. Because if not, all hell is going to break loose. We are in a state of war, not just with a military war, Russia, Ukraine, Israel, Palestine. No, we are in a mind war. Every single day in this matrix, the media want to control your mind. They want to change how you think and how you perceive reality. And the solution is to make sure that you are freeing your mind. Make sure you are thinking for yourself. Make sure to realize, believe nothing of what you see and only half of what you hear. This is all a game. Like Shakespeare said, the whole world is a stage. The whole world is a stage and you're being played like a fiddle. It's time to reclaim your power. It's time to reclaim your freedom. It's time to reclaim your common sense. It's time to reclaim your sovereignty. Something big is coming. A lot of people can feel it. Are they going to have an alien invasion? Is another pandemic going to hit? Is AI going to take over? And speaking of AI, they've got an AI war happening right now between AI and human beings. That's why when you go to the supermarket, there are, there are hardly any human beings. AI is taking over. There's a war happening. But you don't hear me, though. So what am I going to do about it? I'm going to choose my humanity over this artificial insanity. I love technology, but I'm not going to worship it. Nature, Mother Nature, Gaia is the truth. Thank you, Gaia. I look 10 years younger out here, don't I, Deep Divers? I know, I know. Ralph, you look 19. Thanks, Deep Divers. It's Gaia's fault. Thank you, Gaia. <laughs> Something big is coming. Prepare yourself emotionally and mentally for what's coming. You see, Deep Divers, I told you about the split that's happening between 3D and 5D. When you are in the fifth dimension where love reigns supreme, the thought of war, the thought of pandemics, the thought of AI, you're like, ain't nobody got time for that. You are all about the organic life, the natural life, being at one with the universe, 
connecting with like minds, being around people who make you feel like sunlight, spreading goodness all around you. But when you're in the 3D, you're caught up with fear. You're in a survival mode. That's why you don't think there's anything wrong with war. You're like, hey, bring it on. I've got to defend my country. No. Don't you realize I don't have a nationality? I'm a planetarian, deep divers. Mm. Slow motion this side. Because mm. I can see through the illusion. They got you trapped in the illusion. And you've got to be able to decalcify your pineal gland to see through this tacky carnival funhouse that they've got you in. A lot of people are waking up right now, thank goodness. And that's the reason why something big is coming because the awakening is gonna unfold on the largest scale you've ever seen. Millions of people are waking up every single day. Millions of people are saying, wait a second, I don't wanna drink the Jim Jones Kool-Aid. Wait a second, I know I'm being lied to by the television which tells lies to your vision. Wait a second, I can't even believe every, every report, every report I'm being shown. Because there's a film called They Live, the guy puts on the glasses and he can see all of those subliminal information, all of those subliminal messages in the billboards, yeah. It's time to wake up. And so many people are waking up, doing their own research, going off grid, planting their feet, seven-day vegan challenge, eating to live. You see, we've got to get back to who we once were as gods and goddesses of planet Earth. Oh, that made you emotional, right? I said we've got to get back to the true powerful beings. We are superheroes in amnesia. Now people are starting to remember, put themselves back together, who they really are. You didn't come here to survive. You came here to thrive. You came here to live in abundance. You came here to live in peace. And peace is that 600 hertz frequency, baby. I told you, it's so easy to have a war. It's so easy to get caught up in your feelings. It's a lot harder to be the bigger man, be the bigger woman and say, you know what? Let's come together and feel all right. Let's come together and make peace. It's like in school, deep divers. When you got in a little altercation with someone, little disagreement with someone, it takes the bigger man, the bigger woman to say, you know what, let's squash this beef, let's come together. A lot of people haven't got the heart to do that because you've got to be at the 600 hertz frequency, that's peace. 700 hertz is enlightenment, where you realize we are just children of Gaia. Forgive us for we know not what we do. And humanity has a lot of learning to do, growing up to do. I told you, separation is the greatest illusion ever. Unity is the greatest truth. George Orwell said they are afraid of love because love creates a world they cannot control. Mm. What? Slow motion this side. Mm. Say it again, Ralph. They are afraid of love because love creates a world they cannot control. Show them more love. Show them more peace. Show them more unity. You see... I told you at the beginning of the video, imagine if 8 billion people loved and respected each other, what we could all accomplish. We have to remind ourselves, it's us that can change the world around us. It starts with you. If you want to see peace in the world, you want to see peace in the world, start cultivating peace with yourself. I told you, there's a war going on outside. No, no, there's a war happening inside of every human being on this planet because it's lost the ways of the elders and right now it's time to go back into nature it's time to reflect it's time to realize that the system is broken 
The system is broken, the program is crashing, and we all have to do better. And that's the solution for humanity. And that's why I'm just saying, feel so good to be alive, baby. Can I get a hello there? Beautiful deep divers, let's breathe. That was beautiful, let's go. Woo! Breathing in that good ass prana, baby. Hit that like button right now, deep divers, if you support the real. Hit that like button right now, deep divers, if you support the real. So, Ralph Mars, bringing us to a higher consciousness and higher understanding, understanding of what's really going on between Hamas, Iran, uh, Palestine, and Israel. It's like it is not even time to take sides, although most people are taking sides. They're saying Israel deserves to protect themselves. And uh, Ralph actually mentioned 1967, um, but this goes way back hundreds of years ago to the Khazars. If you know anything about the Khazars and how they were rode through uh, Europe conquering different lands and got thrown out of everyone they tried to conquer, and guess where they ended up. So this is a hundreds and hundreds of year conflict. We are now being divided by the media on which side we should take. Israel has the right to defend themselves. But the reality is this. In, in Ralph's second video that he has online, it's much longer than that one, he goes into a lot more top, you know, information. And the one that stuck out for me was the fact that in two, from since 2008, 150,000 Palestinians have been killed by Israel's military, and 30,000 of them were children. So when you say, well, I've got to take sides, Israel has the right to defend themselves, ah, the iceberg goes deep. And part of the depth of the iceberg that we're missing is that, this again, this conflict goes back hundreds of years, and both sides have been battling for land. And the fact that 150,000 Palestinians have died, it's time for conscious, sane individuals, citizens of the world, to take a stand and say no more war. And the war is going on inside of lots of people inside. And that's what we talked about last week. Feast of Tabernacles is a spiritual journey to become less war-minded, less war, less conflict within, and dwell in a place of peace with the Most High. Ongoing. The, the Tabernacles does not end, especially now that we have a war going on. We really, 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 really need to be hearing from source, hearing from creator, hearing from your angels, hearing from truth and love and light energies versus Fox News, CBS News, ABC, CBS, because their whole agenda, again, is divide and conquer, divide, divide, divide. And as Ralph mentioned, put in fear. Let's add the fear element to all of this. Because if you're watching mainstream media through this whole conflict, you're going to be in fear. Well, it could happen to us. We could be next. The United States, they could. And we don't know the 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 the, uh, the depths of the iceberg in terms of the military-industrial complex. That's the whole problem. I'm I'm of a thought right now that this could all be a false flag. Hamas didn't do anything. Somebody else 
uh, through the first punch, and they're blaming them so that, guess what, Mar- Lockheed Martin and all the other contractors can make more money. That's what they do. That's what they do. This is just my thoughts. So I want to hear yours. And I'm not I'm sure. I think uh, Naima is on 312-721. You've had your hand up. So I'm going to open up your mic. Is three one two seven two one your mic is open? Okay, you might be on mute. Hello. Three one two seven two one. Going once. Going twice. Okay. So um if you have a question or comment at this point, what do you think about what Ralph Smart just shared with us? Are you in agreement? Are you uh, tending to think um, the gover- U.S. government or Israel is right? They need to defend themselves. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and they should drop. They yeah, should drop bombs on, on on. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I was I was watching it on YouTube on one one device and the phone was in another room. But yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, well, I, I think I texted you the thought that I had, though, is that, you know, there, there are so many communicators that are reminding us of the spiritual uh, meaning of all of this. And of all of us who are aware would simply continue to do what Ralph Smart is doing, and that is expose it. continue to expose what they know and make it plain, then I think we will see a change because we can overpower mainstream media uh, simply by making it clear that we're not buying this, uh, this story that they want us to believe and the fear that they want us to have this exposing the fact that there are too many of us who know better, so they will know that they are not having the effect that they think they're having. So Absolutely. I think that all and, of and us have well. the power to, to 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 amplify the voices of enlightenment by you know playing Ralph's videos and all the others who are saying the same thing so that we make it clear we're not going to be hoodwinked into war. Absolutely. And and as he keeps reminding us, um, we're multidimensional beings having a human experience. That's the one way to look at it. And those who are in the third, who are staying foot planted in the third dimension, physical reality, don't want to meditate, don't think uh, there's any other reality in the invisible world. Those are the ones who are going to say this war is okay. I, I, have to, I had to come to a realization the last few days that there are some people who think war is okay. It's part of our reality. It's part of our existence here on planet Earth, and we should just get used to it. But um, I'm of the opinion in my journey of evolution and uh, experiencing life as I have, that I don't want to be stuck in the third dimension the whole time I'm on this planet. And in fact, in fact, many of us are moving 
into fourth and fifth reality where it's a lot of invisible activity taking place, spiritually, angels, uh, messengers, uh, ancestors, spiritual energy that we're experiencing that we don't want to be stuck in this, oh, the war is okay, because that's what we are, are, we have to live with. Accepting the lesser energy, which brings suffering and pain, suffering and pain. So um, I didn't know if you wanted to take a, a commercial, um, Naima, or you would you want me to keep going? Uh-huh. Well, well, we can take it at the at the top of the hour. If you have another video you wanted to play. Okay. Um, just in, and Naima, your your statement here, I'm going to read. Just imagine how powerful it would be if all of us who are receiving the same message from Spirit would use our YouTube, Facebook, and podcast channels spreading this message. We would overpower mainstream media. So that if we choose, you know, it's a choice. That's what we, as we get older, we have to realize we can't control everything and every one in our in our families and our in our friends. And let's see, we got a, a comment: spread love from uh, Washita Wellness Center. Thank you. Spread love, L O V E. Yeah, emphasize that. So thank you, Washita. Let us all take a deep breath together. Deep breath in, inhaling, 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 bringing some balance to your energy wherever you are. Exhaling, inspire, be inspired in uh, this moment, especially American citizens. We should be in such gratitude. There should be no complaining from U.S. American citizens that we are not living in the Middle East with all this chaos. Stop complaining, stop complaining. If nothing else, the number one lesson for American citizens is stop complaining and be grateful that you aren't being kidnapped over there in Israel, that that they're not preparing another war that's going to bring more stress, more death, more bloodshed. Just I am just in gratitude first and foremost. Then we have to ask ourselves, what is our role? Our role in the United States, Estados Unidos, is to stop the war inside of us. Since we're not fighting the same type of war. I know there are some of us who are fighting a war in your neighborhood, and you got the people shooting guns all over the place. I know that. But for us who are conscious and who are seeking a healthier life, a better environment, peace, more peace, we have to look at the war that's going on inside of us that's creating, in, on some level, the war that's going on in the Middle East. So let me go to the phone uh, because I want to hear from you. Because reading, as you're reading Twitter and some of the social media, people are so divided. It's, they're falling into the trap of the mainstream media. Everybody's I'm going to be it's like stop it. Look, look, take a, that's why we're gonna take a deep breath throughout the night. Stop it. Stop falling for the okie dokie mainstream media that we have to take sides. No, we don't. This is ridiculous. This this conflict's been going on for way too long, for hundreds of years after the Khazars and, and all that. And this is not the way to settle it by bringing more bombs and 
United States ships. They want to impress us. Hell no. 706-202, your mic is open first. Uh, looks like Kwame Sunhorse. Grand Rising and greetings, Sister Viata, and assalamu alaikum to Naima. You know, you said Grant. it, and, and I thought I, I felt that you were going to continue on with it. There was an elder in 2009 when we were having a gathering in, in Sedona, and he talked about, he says, we're all talking about peace. We're talking about peace, and we want love, and we're doing this. But it's what you just said. Until you bring peace inside of you, peace outside of you won't exist. And this is what we have. And this is what we have is that we have a system of, of human consciousness that is basically geared on battling because that keeps them in, in, in profitability. They profit. The biggest, biggest profitability is war. And, and what you're doing is going into other places and countries where people are, are justified in living in their culture, but you want to force this onto that. Israel, what, 1947, Israel came into existence, and they stole the land from somebody else. So we're looking at all of these invaders that come into other cultures and force their will and their language, their identity, their religion onto a people and saying, if you don't accept what this is, we will kill you. That is the the most hideous thing in which you do. And when you talk about the tabernacle, the tabernacle was created when Moses, when the people were wandering. It was like a a portable uh, temple. But the thing was is that the word Nishaka or whatever it is, it means dwelling. What dwells inside of your temple is the key to you and the creator. And this is what we're, 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 we're having forced upon us because, you know, nobody forces us to turn on the news and say, watch this and watch that, or have your phone and watch this and watch that on your phone. You choose to do this, and once you stop choosing to feed it, it has to feed on fear. And if we are about love, then project love and put into the world or to into the ethers the power of love. And the thing that you have to understand is love will conquer all because love is what created all that we are on this planet. It was the love of the creator that created all of this in order to see his creation. And each day he did, at the end of the day, he said it was good. The trees were good. The animals were good. You don't see animals having wars with each other. You don't see the battling of, of, of insects. You don't see the battling of, of fish in the oceans and, and the rivers and streams. It's only man who is supposed to be the one over that that's battling everything and destroying what he lives on is this earth. And this is the challenge is because the world, the earth is going to continue. Man is in his own supposedly intelligence is destroying himself and all that lives around him or with him or all to where 
he's coming to because, you know, they're talking about Israel and this. And tomorrow is, is the holiday that they watched their Columbus discover. He ain't never put foot on Turtle Island. He was down there in the West Indies. He didn't discover. How are you going to discover something and people live there? You can't discover well, something, but this, that's it. Go ahead. And, and this is uh, Zelda is going to talk about tomorrow the Columbus uh, Native American uh, connection. And it's very similar to what's going on in Israel. As you said, they st- Israel, the current Israel persons over there stole that land from the Palestinians back in 19, even further back. They, as I said, if you look up the Khazars, the history of the Khazars, that's when the, the real conquest started. It's coming into different lands, trying to take over, and then battles ensue. And then here we now, we look at Israel with the pale-skinned people running around over there as if they were the chosen people, and many of us don't believe that anymore. But why is this government been giving so much money to the Israel government? That's what I was thinking about today. Why have we been supporting? You have to understand what the Israeli and the Jewish, I mean, the Jewish people that are there. They are the bankers of the world. This is where they got their identity being able to control. The Merovinches and all of them were the bankers. That's how they do it because they're banking. This is what they exchange. And as long as you, this, this country here sends money to anywhere that there's war, they feed on war. Profitability of those few that control the many are the profitability of death, destruction, and chaos in other people's land. This is how they become profitable. It is not about peace and love. That's why the news does not basically give you peace and love situations. They give you violence because that's what sells. That's what makes them profit. Yes. And then our government is all in on the bill has a But even so with that, we the, are part up- that we, the part that we have to stop saying, the government of God and the government of man is two totally different things. Which do Absolutely. you choose to serve? Which do yes. you choose yes. to serve? Serving man and yes. his destruction because this country is founded on bloodshed. All of the people that well, were once and, here. And, and Kwame, you know better than anyone, um, when you are feasting in the tabernacles of nature, let's say, you become so aware of who the creator is in nature and whose spirit is in the cosmic order when you're outside, uh, as, as people do during the Feast of Tabernacles, spending time outside, as you said, you get to know the government of the Most High. You get to know the government of nature. You get to know the government of the stars and the moon. And the, and that's the whole purpose of dwelling in, in tents during the Feast of Tabernacles, as we talked about last week. So you come out of that on the eighth day, you supposedly more in touch with the government of nature, the government of the cosmic order of things, astrology and all that. And instead, this week, when they came out of it, especially in Israel, 
saying, oh, we've been attacked and we got to attack, we got to shed more blood. And it's like, did you learn anything out there in the Feast of Tabernacles? Hell no, you didn't. Because religion is a scam. It's, most of it is a scam. That's why I move far away from it. Because most religions are not in touch with nature and the, mm-hmm. the government of nature is a whole different government. Religion is man-made. Spirituality is Absolutely. divine intelligence. See, we've got it mixed up. Yes. We want to believe in something other than our creator. Nothing exists without yes. the creator. So how are you giving? That's where your war is at. Your war is within you. You're fighting God's creation that created this vessel that you're in that holds your soul and spirit. You're fighting to say that you don't want to honor it. Yes, absolutely. Now we've got things in it. Absolutely, and and so we're here tonight to be reminded to renew our minds, to renew our thinking about this a new campaign of fear and division. Uh, Let me go to another caller and bring in. I believe this might be uh, Brother Eddie Harris. Two six two. No, I'm not sure. Two six two eight three three. Open. Yes, you are sure. You you're into the spirit, so you sure it's me. Okay. Greetings and how's everyone I doing know. this evening? Sister V, brother Kwame, how's everything going, family? It's going great because I'm still in the tabernacle of the government of the most. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. It's it's. Uh, I love uh, what's Welcome. being. Thank you, thank you, thank you much. And uh, greetings to the family and listening audience. And starting off with uh, what you ended on, religion. Yes, religion comes to that five family, but religion is confusion, man-made confusion. Confusion is five. It's th- both of them are 32, which is the five. And I had to start off with that because, again, uh, as the link that you played, him talking about the apocalypse which a lot of people are bent out of shape, and it's, it's, again, it's a man's word with the definition that throws us off because we look at that definition, description, and direction that he's giving us, but when we really take time to study the apocalypse, it's nothing more than a revelation. It's revealing to us what is being exposed. We're talking about it constantly, and what's being exposed is the shit that's been thrown on the wall. We can see the shit now. We don't follow it. A lot of this is coming up because what are we on the verge of 2024, which is the election coming up. So a lot of this nonsense that we're seeing dealing with wars and rumors of wars are people who are investing and backing it up. And now that we know that this election is right up the cusp, this is what it's dealing with when it comes to America, not us but America, who's behind a lot of stuff, a lot of finances. But the key is the five that I'm always on. I got five on it because five is the change, family. Change is 23. And that change that we're going through is love, another five. Love is 14. And as Brother Kwame said, and it's been said countless of times, Love conquers all. Ain't that something? That's five, five, five. 
Love is 14, Conquered is 32 of 5, and all is 5. Yes, it is the love that conquers all. And again, they're not pushing the love in peace. In peace is also 23, which is 5, in peace. They're pushing war because there's profit in war. We always said there's no profit in peace. But we are the ones, we are the mirror, mirror 23, which is five, that has to basically push the love, the change. Because if we want to see it, we have to be it. We have to be the orators. We have to be the ones on the front line showing the love, not war. But this is what they constantly want to do. This is why divided is five. Divided is 32. That's why America's mantra is united, unity, baby. United we stand, but divided we fall. And that's what they keep doing. They're pushing the division, the separation, to keep us from coming together. They started this way back with the corona, six feet of separation. Still trying to separate us, divide us, divide and conquer. But with that family in peace and love, I leave you with that and thank you for this class. I love it. Thank us and all the teachers are here and whoever uh, is listening is a student. And you can become a teacher if you want to share uh, what you're learning in this amazing journey that we are all on. It really is a time that we signed up for. How is it how we were born for such a time as this? If we if you were, if you survived the last three years of BS and division and jabbing and all that, then you were born for such a time as this. And it's time for you to wake the F up because um, we this this new global uh, division campaign is all about helping us see deeper under the iceberg, and so it's time for us. And and this is what uh, Ralph uh, shares in his second video. It's a longer video. If you have time, I encourage you to watch his next video on the same topic. But he says it's time for us to educate ourselves. We cannot go along with the mainstream media's narrative of what the world is, is doing at this point in our journey because it's getting to that critical mass point where um, it's either third dimension stuck in the reality of war and hate and division and or it's time for an awakening where we all come together, unite, and claim peace. It's up to us to demand peace. Now, otherwise, the military will just continue their little act of creating these. Well, I really, I'm, more and more I think about it, this was created by the MIC, you know, military industrial complex. This was whole thing that happened on, on uh, the eighth day of Tabernacles was created. Money obviously was getting a little short. And when we start, I, I wonder if, the decision by some people in Congress not to send any more the money, more money to Ukraine, uh, was was no, 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 no. They planned this way before that. Never mind about that. They planned this way before that. It's uh, becoming more obvious. And here's some quotes by some interesting people who we've had. And then we're going to go to commercial. Tupac. Tupac. 
said they got money for war, but they can't feed the poor. And some of you might have heard that that rap by him. I just uh, heard it by, I think it was uh, Ralph who quoted. I thought that was a great remembrance for Tupac. They got money for war, but they can't feed the poor. That's why we need to unite at this point against this MIC. One, just one of the many reasons. And then the other more spiritual message is comes from Rumi, a, a spiritual guy who says, the entrance door to the sanctuary is inside of you. Keep that in mind. The entrance door to the temple, the sanctuary, the tabernacle is inside of you. And so we want to talk about when we come back how to stop being triggered into anger, resentment, and creating more conflict within you that mirrors what's going on in the Middle East. So, Naima, your mic is open. Uh, We're going to go to commercial break, and we'll be right back. So press 1 if you want to make a comment in the next uh, half hour or so, or post your comment on Facebook or YouTube. So thank you, Naima. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve a peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. your holistic life coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com, where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com, and I'm Viato. Is Monday morning a struggle to get out of bed, into the swing of things? Well, don't worry, you are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking, stimulating, and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness session on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, Mondays, 7.30 until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit Zelda Speaks 
www.mindfulnessmoments.com and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience mindfulness moments with the mindfulness slash stress relief coach, Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the mindfulness moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of Mindfulness on Higher Learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening.
So, I mean, if you've ever had, if you've ever been triggered or reacted to something someone says to you, it's like the book, The Four Agreements. One of the agreements, if you've ever read, if you have this book, and many of you probably have, is don't take anything personally. So how many of us have done that and reacted? If someone says, well, you sure are ugly or you sure look bad today, what is the immature reaction to that? Well, F you, right? F you. That might, that's, if the F word is so common today, that's probably the, the, the best reaction or the most frequently used word to react. I was watching uh, uh, this comedy, uh, Udell, I think her name is, the heavy set woman with the short hair. I think her name is Udell. She is so funny, but she used the F word in practically every sentence of her, of her comedy routine. And yet it was funny. It was so funny. She was describing a, an incident on an airplane. And F, everybody was, it was F this, bitch this, F this. And it was just hilarious. But And I just thought, that's the language of today. It's either funny or it's not. But people use the F word to, to express their emotions, right? So it's a good sign to us to look for when people are triggered and when people react and taking things personal. The four agreements is don't take anything personal. Why are we not supposed to take anything personally? Because it's not about you. If someone says to you, you're ugly, or I don't like the way you did this, or uh, you are just not in my my category, I'm better than you, it's not about you. It's about them. And even with this whole war situation, um, people are expressing their opinions about why they're on either side. And then other people get irritated because they're on the other side. And it's really all about the programming. I think most of you agree that we have been so programmed that Israel deserves to defend themselves. That's why we send them billions of dollars and we have no uh, thought or concern about the millions of the thousands of people that they have killed uh, over the past few hundred years to take over that land. And it's not not about taking not about taking sides anymore. It's about realizing this conflict's not going to end until we stop the war within us. So, uh, Kwame, you had a comment. And you gave the example of that comedian using the F word in about every sentence, and it was it was hilarious to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If your granddaughter or grandson start using the F word like that, everything that they say was using the F word, would it be hilarious or would it be, what would it be to you? It would, it would not. You're right. It would not be hilarious because it depends right. on who's using it, right? And this is how it, we, right? we choose, what we choose to make funny and what we choose to make disrespectful or, or it should, that child shouldn't be saying that. Is, is how we make choices, just like we're choosing to look at Israel. But you got Ukrainian, you got people coming up from the south that's now immigrants, but you got people coming from Ukraine that's given money, that's given apartments, that's given jobs, and they're being accepted is because one fits the color category and the other one doesn't fit the color category. The people in and Israel, the people yeah. in Israel. Is, is is fitting a category of 
the most looking like the ones here that are of the same religious background, they are unified. But we have the same situations yeah. going on on the continent, and we don't we don't put that in. We don't give that much attention. We pick and choose how we decide what is is the 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 Kool Aid for the day that we'll drink. Absolutely, absolutely. And we've got people from South America now, uh, Venezuela, who are making an appearance and and giving us other lessons as well. So uh, this is becoming a real interesting show. And do you know what? And now here's the thing about the F word with this comedian. Once you stop laughing, and this is what I do, once I stop laughing, I'm like, why is she using that word so much? It's like it was funny in the moment. And like you said, I would never want my grandchildren to be saying that. But the F word is a sign for us about the anger and the war within. Because after Anna said, after stopping the laughter and stopping the entertainment, you start thinking, why is she using that word? Because she's got a war inside of her. She's a very overweight, for one thing. And she had on this fabulous outfit. I mean, it was this outfit, she had her looking good, but she's still overweight. And the F word and all of that, that the whole visual appearance of this woman was telling me, yes, she's beautiful in her own way, even though she's overweight, but her continual use of the F word saying to me, there's a war going on. Because there are comedians, um, you have Dave Chappelle, he uses that word, but never, not as frequently as this woman was doing. And Dave Chappelle has a language of his own. So when you're listening, depending on the comedian, you might not think about, well, why are they using that word so often as much when they don't use it as frequently, right? But it says a lot about the war within. We hear the language that people are using. Can I be heard, family? Yes, go ahead, Brother Eddie. Uh, Real quick, just to let let you know that joke is five, family. It's 14, it's the five. But what does a good joke make you do? And what does a great joke make you do? A good joke, like you said, it will make you laugh. But a great joke will make you laugh and think. And that's what we're doing right now. We're thinking, family. And that's what we got to continue doing, pushing the truth and the thoughts that we have. So, yes, we point. have to do that in, in the love because, again, joke by number is love. So that love, that joke, should bring about a thought. And if it brings about the thought, you will think properly. Just like you're saying, why? You're laughing so hard, but now you question yourself, why are they using the MF bomb, dropping it so much? you thinking now. That's the key to a great joke. It makes you laugh, but at the end of the day, you're going to think, woo, you're going to put something to it. Critical thought. That's what we put into it. That that laugh brings on a critical thought, critical thinking, and that's what we got to continue doing, being critical in the things that we say. I just wanted to add that to the mix, family. 
Thank you. Uh, Kwame, did you have another comment? And then I'm going to go to another caller. Yeah, I was muted. Okay. But the the part of that word, and they look what the etymology says is that it means sexual intercourse. But and that was the part where it was said that the origin of the word came during the Crusades, when the when the Crusaders were out into other countries and warring, they could not commit adultery or fornicate unless they had the consent of the king. So what they did was they branded prostitutes with the with the letters F U C K that they could for that when you saw that brand on that woman, you could fornicate under the consent of the king. Oh wow. Isn't that interesting how fornicate they manipulate under the, the consent of the king. Yeah, because the king gave permission that you're out fighting a war and you have your needs that you need to do so you can fornicate under our consent if these women are being authorized to be to be sexually abused by the king's consent. Right. So how often do do we who who generally have a, a conversation, a language that is not filled with curse words, but how often do we think, what the fuck? Like, I know I'm finding myself thinking that, if not expressing it verbally more often than lately than ever. What the fuck is going on? And then you stop and say, okay. But like, like Brother Eddie said, it's a great joke that we're, okay, here's what I, oh boy, this is coming in fast. Most High is saying, this whole, this whole drama playing out with uh, Israel, Hamas, it's a great, it's a high joke. No. It's a, it's a joke. We we need to be laughing a little bit because the most high is laughing a little bit because the seriousness of it is not like when people die, I don't believe they're going to hell. They're going to be their their spirits leaving their body, and the most high gonna say, "Good job, you did. The, you played the role of the demon. You played the role of the the, the prostitute. You put you played it really well. So good job." That's how I'm thinking. People going when they leave their body, they're going to get a applause or a pat on the back for the role they played and the assignment they had. So when we say what the fuck? We should stop and say, well, this is really actually a joke. It's kind of funny what we're watching here because it's not it's third dimensional bullshit. You know, we could go on and on. And then we could say, and really, the Most High is probably laughing at all this because it's so ridiculous and insane. And in fact, on the next break, I might play the Twilight Zone because let's just get into the drama of the whole thing. It's really kind of ridiculous. But and if we think it from a spirit you like I am a multidimensional being having a human experience. This human experience is a big joke. <laughs> All right, let's laugh and I'm gonna go to Mama A Z. Let's see what she has to say for my Mama Can you hear me, Doctor V? Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Greetings. Here comes family. another teacher. <laughs> uh Greetings, Brother Kwame. Greetings, Brother Eddie Harris, the numbers man. One of my husbands who's on the other side is a Harris, y'all. You got to pay attention to the mile markers, to numbers. I mean, it is crucial. Uh, Brother Harris, what energy number, what what energy number follows fuck, F-U-C-K? 
what does that follow? I mean, what energy number? The energy number of F-U-C-K is nine, which means learning. Oh. That's that's wow. why we getting screwed because we ain't learning nothing. We hooked <laughs> on the word that they put out, not the number, baby. The number is the source. That's the learning wow. that we're supposed to pull from, not the word. The word is the death, dead, or die because we are lamping on the description, the definition, and the direction of each word mm. by man, not by the creator. That's why we don't see the frequency of the number behind the word that the man created. This is man's word. But the number takes us to the truth of what we're trying to find and what's being revealed. Okay. I don't. I disagree. I disagree, um, uh, uh, Dr. V, that she's in turmoil uh, because she uses that word. It's subliminal. It's, how do you say it? Subliminal, subliminally. Okay. Uh, her uh-huh. higher self, to me, this is just my opinion, all right? Her higher self is saying that over and over and over and over again, the number nine. Did not Brother Eddie Harris say the energy of fuck is number nine? Get up. Take it from front to back, family, because actually when I say wake the fuck up, I'm saying knowledge yourself up. Birth yourself up up spiritually do what it is that you are supposed to do at this particular time that's what i'm saying even though if people have all of their uh whatever about the word fuck no 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 investigate it take it apart take uh the wisdoms that Brother Eddie Harris puts in your peace pipe so that you can drum smoke on it, family. This is serious. These are serious times, and we really uh, must find a way to wake the fuck up, period. Well, I'm I'm not going to disagree with you, Mama A.D., that she's not in turmoil because there's there's always different ways to perspectives on how the – uh, how to analyze uh, people's behavior and their words. And we're, that's what we're learning tonight because uh, what Brother Andy said about a great joke that makes you think after you laugh, that's what she did. She she was bringing, and, and, and um, our sister um, uh, uh, Zelda said it's comedian Lunell. Thank you, sis. Thank you. I couldn't exactly remember her name, but I've seen her on the the, the uh, different shows talking, and I don't remember her name. But this is the first time I've actually saw her do a whole skit. I was like bored last the other night, and I said, "Oh, let me see what Linnell's." And I laughed and laughed, and I thought, "Why does she keep using that word?" So um, you're right that her use of that word was making me think about why people use that word. And um, Naima says Don Bass, I don't know who that is, 
doesn't use the F word at all, and I think he's twice as funny as all of them. See there? And, but, but here's the thing. Everybody has an assignment. Dunbass has a different assignment than uh, Lunell. So these people are helping us to stop judging. That's what I'm learning is stop judging whether they use an F word or not. Like, like Naima said, they still can be funny. And yet Linnell was using it so much that I stopped and said, why should he be using that word? And I really started more like judging, saying, well, she must be in turmoil. And, and, but now that we have the number nine resting on that word, uh, Naima says Sinbad doesn't use the F word at all, and I think he's twice as funny as all of them. He's in serious health problems. He's in, he's in the hospital, I think, by the way. Sinbad is um, really um, on the deathbed, they're saying. Anyway, we should say a prayer for him uh, and some love to Sinbad because, yeah, he was one of those comedians that was uh, a fairly clean language, would you say? But the fact that the nine, oh, my goodness, that is so powerful that how often you hear that word in anger or it's not so much in anger. It's meant to alert, help us learn, come into learning. So that brings me to the lesson from this, this back to this conflict in the Middle East. What the elf is going on? It's a big lesson. It's a big lesson. And that's what many of us have been saying the last two days. Oh, what the elf? We're going to be in another war again? What the elf is going on? That's been the word of the, of the last days. It's a lesson. It's a huge, huge lesson for all of us to take note and gain some knowledge about what is really going on in this situation. We, you might want to do some studying about the Khazars and how they conquered that land and how we have today a group called Jewish people who are fighting for the land. And we might want to do some studying about who is Hamas. I, when I, okay, how many of you know who Hamas is? I, I'm not, I've heard that name. Like, well, I kind of really don't know who they are. Uh, YouTube, like to go ISIS. to YouTube. Who's Hamas? They're, they're ISIS. Like ISIS. Okay. So who's ISIS? Some people may, may be clueless about ISIS. What they're saying, oh, they're a terrorist group. Well, that's one definition. But how do you really define Hamas and ISIS? Uh, would you say someone... Because we look ahead. at these words, ISIS. Hamas, you know, the Taliban, all of these words, is if you go against what the country wants to do and you're standing up for your right, you're a terrorist. Because they are saying that you have to follow their way, or if you stand up to them, then you're creating terror. You're not doing what we want done. And who gives them the right? Because... You know, we're talking about words, but John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So are these God's words or these man's words? This is where the battle is. You choosing how do you, go, you choose to fight what is the creator's war 
to do what it is to do because we are given the right. Thou shalt not kill was one of his, his, his commandments. And you, you killing in the name of whatever your belief system is. Well, well, that's the whole irony of Israel uh, reacting after the Feast of Tabernacles, supposed to be a very religious holiday or holy days, very religious, biblical. That's the whole point. The Feast of Tabernacles is a biblical holy day. It's all about the Bible. What's the commandment say? Thou shalt not kill. Thank you, Kwame. Well, all the Ten Commandments are not being followed at all by uh, the people, the government, the, and, and the religious people of the Jew, Jewish faith and all that. They're not being followed. They're a bunch of hypocrites. And it's the same with Christianity. we got a bunch of hypocrites proclaiming uh, that, uh, yeah, Israel should uh, go ahead and attack Hamas, kill more people, shed more blood in the name of Jesus. It's like, what? Wait, 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 wait. So we're going to take a break, and um, we're going to touch on the definition of war. Because uh, I was when I picked up this book, The Art of War, there was a lot of wisdom in there, and yet um, there's a lot of uh, misunderstanding today about the strategy and all the things that go on around war, and especially if you've been in the military. Your definition of war and the average individual's definition of war is not the same. And what we want to do tonight is help all of us be more conscious of the war inside, but let's start with a definition uh, when we come back. So, Naima, your mic is open for our last uh, set of commercials. Thank you. Hi, I'm Mama Joy. And I'm Reverend Rosemary. Join us every second Saturday of the month. 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time here on the Female Solutions Global Radio TV Show for Neighborship of Joy. We'll have powerful conversations inviting women to walk in the light. So call in 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak to the host. You can also join us live on the Female Solutions Facebook page and YouTube channel. So see you on the second Saturday on the neighborship of joy. Have you ever dreamed of going to exotic places, meeting fascinating people, enjoying uplifting music, and spending nights in a luxurious hotel? Do you look forward to a relaxing vacation where you can walk along the beach or sit in a quiet park and enjoy the sunset or sunrise? Whether you're flying around the world or driving across the country, we will share travel tips that will help you stay safe while you enjoy the journey. Join me every third Saturday of the month, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, and move around with Deborah here on the Female Solutions Show. Call in and comment 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak.
Is Monday morning a struggle to get out of bed into the swing of things? Well, don't worry, you are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking, stimulating, and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness sessions on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, Mondays, 7.30 until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit zeldaspeaks.com and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience mindfulness moments with the mindfulness slash stress relief coach, Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the mindfulness moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of mindfulness on higher learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening. open up their mic and they can join us as a student or teacher. We're playing both roles tonight, whatever you choose. Big Deal Days, October 10th and 11th. Only five members. So congested. Yes, I'm free. What? Wow. I'm free. Uh, okay. That's all of they will put it into your drive-through dinner rituals. Area code one one one, your mic is open. Area code one one one, your mic is open. One one one, one one one, your mic is open.
how many of us are in competition, conflict, or hostility between different people or groups? I see this so much on social media that it's crazy. The competition, the conflict, and hostility between different people or groups. And as we observe this on on social media, again, what the F is a learning experience. We can either be judgmental or critical, or we can take that what the F and put it into a lesson. And that's what I'm suggesting that we all become more aware of tonight is that the the language and the competition end when you become aware of it. Instead of reacting and being triggered by people's words and taking it personal, we want to work on going forward, especially as the media and what we hear about this Middle East conflict becomes more and more popular and distracting. I'm sure I'm sure a lot of this is about distracting us from something deeper under the iceberg that's going on. But as we become more aware of the competition, conflict and hostility that we're holding in our own hearts, in our own minds, that we can maybe get rid of it. So I'm presenting that to anyone listening here tonight or in the future to think about more and more your attitude of competing, especially the sisters, especially the sisters. I don't know if if the brothers are experiencing that as much, but, boy, we got some women out there that are just full of competition, conflict, and hostility. Even if you're in the same family, organization, community, they are so trained and focused on competing, whether it's making more money, or a conflict or that you are stealing something from them or stealing their, not just, I'm not talking about stealing your man or anything like that, but stealing your ideas or anything like that. And then the hostility that develops from it, like you need to be put out of the the whole organization instead of having conversations that resolve and respond on a higher level. This is what's going to help us come out of this war atmosphere. When we pay more attention to what is actually going on in war inside of us with the competition, conflict, and hostility, and think more and more about conversations and experiences that can bring us to a higher level of forces like and out of the fear, all of these things what we have to work on going forward because of this situation. Any comment? Sister. Sister. Yes, go ahead. Let me ask you this. From uh, the male point of view, Brother Kwame, Brother Harris, why do you think that women are so backbiting and in competition. Um, from your point of view, I'd like to hear what you might have to say about that because it's sad. I, 
I, I see more and more things unfold at my 72 years almost of age, and it's, it's ridiculous. It's sad. So I'd like to hear what your read is on this. Thank you, Dr. Thank you, Dr. Thank us. I'm gonna do hear Tommy. Did they did they drop Brother Eddie and Kwame, are you on mute? Yes, yeah, I'm, on we're, mute. I'm on mute. I'm on mute. <laughs> okay, either one who go first. Let's see, K or E. E. Okay, Eddie, Brother Eddie, you're first. I, I, I apologize. I stepped away from the phone for a minute, and I didn't hear uh, what was said. So I, I don't want to comment on anything that I didn't really hear. So that that was my fault. Can she repeat okay, the question? Kwame, did you have? Did you hear what Mama AG? Said? No, I was a, I was in a conversation, but I know she was saying. But anyway, could she repeat the question? Yes, sir. Um, repeat the women, especially our women or melanation or color women in strong competition, backbiting and just low down. You know, the older I get, the more that I see. And so, from a male point of view. Because of, of, of your knowledge of Brother Kwame and Brother Harris, from your point of view, why do you think we're so low down and, and, and backbiting? True. I, I, I'm going to. Can you understand what I just said? I got it. Go ahead, Brother Eddie. Okay, yes, uh, basically it's it's the up, upbringing of a lot of females and a lot that they've experienced in their own lives from their family members to see how uh, at one point everybody talks about the love, this, that, and the other, but then when they find out the truth, when backs are turned and they're hearing conversations, they see all of the backbiting, this, that, and the other, and they, most women figure out, well, this is what I have to do. I have to be this way in order to get ahead because this is what I've seen others do who have what I want. So they start to mimic what they think they want because of what they've seen that others have. I want what you got. How did you get it? You're not going to reveal it to me. I'm going to hang around and see what you're doing so that I can get mine. So it's a lot of backbiting because of that, because of how people were reared, how they were brought up. So, uh, uh, and again, just society itself, because we see a lot of women that are just spiteful, that are just greedy, you know, they got enough, but just like a, a a greedy man, they want more and more and more and more. They're not satisfied. And I think that's where it starts from, not being satisfied with oneself. 
This is why they look outside of themselves and look at other people to compete, to have a competition, to see what they can get because they've seen someone else have something that they don't have. And that's always the way it is. Once something is put on your mind that wasn't on your mind before, you're trying to find a way to get it. And it was never shown in love that we're talking about. It was shown in other ways of taking, 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 not receiving, but take what I can and do what I can to get what I want. So that's it for me. And that's the skill of advertising today. There's so much advertising on things we don't need. It's all about this. You can have this. You can have that. And you don't need it, but you're going to be greedy. And that's so so on point, Brother Eddie, that people are coveting. There's another uh, uh, commandment that we're supposed to avoid, but we're doing, we're doing real well on coveting and being greedy because the psychology behind advertising is causing a lot of women, especially that you need more hair, you need more a bigger car. You need a this. You need a that. But you don't need anything. You just want it because they're advertising it. So, Brother Kwame, what's your take? Well, the destruction of a nation begins in the home because every woman was a girl. Every woman was a girl. And in that girl, those things in which came up in the home and in her environment and through media, Influence the guidance of her coming into womanhood Women are not made in the way that we see out here on, on Through media and all of this Something happened to that girl When she was a child Something in her life made her have a change And some part of her coming into womanhood Because the thing that, that Mama AZ said was really She said the origin are our women Our women are the original mothers of humankind How is it that we now see the mother of humankind Doing the destruction to each other And to, to the men and to their children The thing that happens is It's through what happens with them and their mother Their father, if they know the father Their grandmother those aunties, those elders that guide them because they were the first women that they saw and that's what they got their message from. How did they learn to be in that behavior? It's not all media. There's environments of women around the girl when she grows up that she's emulating. If she sees her mother and she doesn't see her father there with them growing up, and she sees her mother have a revolving door to her bedroom, guess what she's going to emulate? Apples don't fall far from the tree. So you got to look at yeah. it. You're seeing, you're seeing the, the end result of the process of that girl becoming a woman. And this is where you have to do. We have to go back to step one. What comes out of the womb? And how do we put it into the correct environment and guide that girl to becoming a woman? 
Yes, absolutely. Unmuted. We've got another caller, um, so we've only got a few minutes. Naima, your mic is open if you want to open up uh, the 312-632 caller. Three one two, are you Admiral there? Nelson Bay. Admiral Nelson Bay. Admiral Good evening, Admiral Nelson Bay. How are you and what's your comment? Well I'm getting as I reminisce about my own domestic life, as I think and speak now anecdotally about my brother John D. Nelson and his covetousness his envy and his resentment of me my entire life. You see, my brother John D. Nelson, who's 19 months my senior, um, all of his life, and I realized this recently, has been covetous, covetous, uh, envious, and resentful of me to some extent. Over the years, it has grown and uh, culminated into the current situations I have with my older brother, John Duncan Nelson. I was born Andrew Clarence Merrill Nelson, named after my father, Andrew D. Nelson, U.S. Army troubleshooter. My uh, paternal uncles, Reverend Clarence T.R. Nelson and Pastor Merrill E. Nelson, and I remember when I first heard my brother John invoke the F word, and I remember how offended and how it hurt me that he allowed that word spelled F-U-C-K. It just didn't um, seem to fit. You see, I... uh, I'm kind of like uh, Pastor Joel Osteen. (laughs) who um, <laughs> is in that, that that Lakewood Church of, of, of um, there in Texas, Houston, Texas. And, you know, I'm the nephew and grandson of Methodist ministers. You know, my paternal grandfather, uh, uh, Big Papa, uh, Duncan Wesley Nelson, founder of McKay Memorial Methodist Church in Little Rock, Arkansas. I believe it's still there. And that reality of having as my paternal uncles and my paternal grandfather being Methodist ministers in Little Rock, Arkansas, by way of South Carolina, uh, that historical ancestral um, bloodline is all up in me. And that's how I have evolved into who I am today. Um, I see myself as Robert F. Kennedy's so vice presidential enemy. Pardon? Are you at war with you at war with your brother? He's more at war with me than I am with him, it's fair to say. Uh, as evidenced okay. by the okay. fact that I'm out of my house at 9110 South Paxton Avenue here in Chicago, where I've been residing since 1970, because my brother willed that reality into existence in collusion with Robert A. Strong, 
who um, is um, his presence at my house uh, is a total fluke. But Mr. Strong used that as an opportunity to conspire with my brother to um, evict, or I should say, banish me out of my own ancestral home. And that reality is the situation to this very day. What I hear... Okay, so what I hear in your story, we only have about a minute left, is that's what's going on in the Middle East and Israel with Israel and the Palestinians. Um, the house, which was occupied by children, let's say children occupied your house for a while, but then as the children got older, one child had to take over or uh, one child had to leave. In your case, you had to leave to find peace. Uh, so it, it sounds like you left so you could have peace. Wouldn't it be great if instead of fighting over in the Middle East, somebody decided I'm going to leave? Because that that's part of what I see as the solution in the Middle East. People are going to have to leave that area to find peace. There, there's this fight right now for the land and the possession and the rights and all that. But I think what you're bringing us, uh, Admiral Nelson Bay, uh, and I thank you for sharing uh, your family story, is that there's an issue about maturity, immaturity, when it comes to land and houses and families. And even you're you're talking about your own family, and you can't even uh, be totally at peace. It's a unilateral peace of sorts. So this is a lesson for us even listening to you that sometimes to get peace, somebody has to just leave. And that's what the reality is uh, in the Middle East. The problem is people don't want to leave the house. They all want to stay there and fight rather than there's plenty of land other places. Why is it, and that's that's to the individual, why is it you prefer to stay and fight versus some who decide they'd rather leave and find peace? So thank you for sharing that. We've got to, Say good night. My father. And I appreciate all of you joining me. My father, you got about Nelson, 30 seconds. likened me to Jacob, which later became Israel, and he likened my brother to as to Esau, who is the um, okay. twin brother of Jacob, who later became Israel. I represent Jacob. My brother John D. Nelson represents Esau, and my father. Gave me right. the birthright. Right. I'm the younger son. That's exactly what this is. All right then. Well, okay. Well then, wear that birthright. Live it in love and peace. Muted. That's the thing. If you have a birthright, it doesn't have to be in staying in the same place, staying location. You can you can honor. Can't you honor? your father and mother or your family by leaving that location. I'm I'm living the legend of my father back here who was an athlete and a very healthy man and who taught us how to take care of our bodies. I'm living the legend. No matter where I go, I lived in Chicago, I lived in California, and now living in Florida, I'm at peace. No matter what your legend you're trying to carry on, just do it in peace, for heaven's sakes. That's why we are seeing a war starting up again in the Middle East. There's too many of us 
don't know how to live the legend that we are growing up in or growing into in peace. So let us work. Let's work on that. Monday morning mindfulness, my last announcement, it was Brother Lionel abdul Haq tomorrow morning at 7, 8 and 9, to 9 Central as we continue the conversation, Columbus Day or Indigenous People's Day. More truth revealed. That's what the female solution is all about, revealing truth, promoting truth, and promoting love, unity, and harmony. That's what we do on the female solution. So join us tomorrow morning. And we're going to say goodnight to our global family. And this is why uh, I can't take sides on this war, because I got family all over the world. And it's ridiculous for me to say either side is right when it's the government that's wrong. That's, That's who the problem is, the psychopathic government. So let's keep that in mind as we go forward. It's not the people that need to be killed or bombed. That's We've come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the-female-solution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows. Listen to our radio shows. Order our books. And be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Japan, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Viva, Germany, Viva, Danke. Poland, Jean Cunion, France, Nyong. Merci, Spain, Merci. Gracias, Italy, Gracias. Gracias. Egypt, Gracias. Ghana, Gracias. Madassi, Nigeria, Madassi. Eche, South Africa, Gibonga, Senegal, Gibonga. Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakur, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you. And all my yogi friends out there, namaste. And the mercy of God and God's blessings. And push aloha, even though you're in the United States, and wish you a house, whatever. Stand strong, Hawaii, Lahaina, Maui, we love you. We're with you, praying for you, recovering. Love you. Everybody have a great evening, and we'll see you tomorrow morning, Monday morning mindfulness. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.